<clears throat> Excuse me. Mm. Sorry about that. What's going on, everybody? Back with another episode of the First and Frame Rate Show. I am VF Baller, and today we're going to talk about some training camp for the Falcons because the Falcons had a pretty decent training camp from what I've seen, from what I've heard. I want to do a little takeaway and recap of that. Well, I'm not going to say recap because it's still going on. And uh going to talk about what I, you know, the takeaways from that. Also, I want to talk about Georgia Southern. They got a few guys on the All Sun Belt team. And uh, we're going to talk about some Madden t- ratings because Madden NFL 22 got some ratings out there that are not too much of a head scratcher, but uh, for the most part, they're, you know, a lot of people always talk about Madden ratings, and I want to give my take on it as well. So we're going to get right into it. Uh, let's see, it's the wrong one. There we go. That's the VF cast one. I want to show that one because I'm not doing a VF cast today. Uh, what's going on, everybody in the chat? Quayface, good to see you once again. Um, I meant to stream last night, but after taking the wife and the son out to um, dinner, I was tired. I was beat. So I'll probably be streaming tonight. So if you guys want to see me on um, playing some more Dead Space, I will be on twitch.tv slash VFBaller. I will be streaming over there because I said I was going to stream last night. I just was I, I was just dead tired. So shout out to Gamer Champ 23 What's going on? Good to see you as well. Um yeah, the first preseason game for Atlanta is going to be um, two weeks from yesterday. So the, you know, season is, is starting really quick. I think Dallas and Pittsburgh play um, a little bit before that with the Hall of Fame game. I don't know the exact date, but that's going to be the, the game that kicks off the preseason. And so everything is like moving really fast. We were talking about the season possibly, you know, taking this long time, taking a slow time. But all of a sudden, like, Teams are already doing training camp. Teams are already um, out here ready to, uh, you know, compete. And speaking of competing, uh, I want to, like I said, I want to touch on the Falcons training camp, and I'm going to talk about that. If you want to add anything to the conversation, just uh, let me know uh, in the chat, or you can uh, call in. I'll be taking calls probably within the next, um, the second half of the show, which is probably be around 1045. I'll be taking calls. The number is 803 seven six seven four two four two um let me make sure that's correct because last time well not last time but the first episode i had the wrong number up there yep seven six seven four two four two i'm new to getting this phone call thing together so you can call in at that time you can talk about your team you can talk about what you take about what you think about the falcons you can talk about georgia southern or we can talk about madden because i don't have the madden ratings up i'll probably have it up on my phone so i'll probably be looking at um what who got what um as far as um numbers or whatever the case may be because you know how that is it's always a big uh topic or whatever the case may be and um that's gonna be interesting never uh at the least so um let me see where is it here it is right there all right let's go ahead and get into this uh this training camp or whatever the case may be oh before I do that um this episode will be up on itunes google play soundcloud anchor um spotify it's going to be all over there so if you want to check out the podcast on your own leisure time or the show on your own leisure time there it is right there you can download it on your favorite um uh, podcast app and the show will be there so that's going to be uh you know at your convenience it's always um good to have uh, options right uh tell ea that with a football game but that's another story for another day all right, let's get into this. Uh, 
first of all, fans being back at training camp, it's always a good thing. Good to see that, um, you know, everything going on with the pandemic, all this other stuff that's been going on with um, COVID or whatever the case may be. We just have not had a chance to have um, fans anywhere, really. So the first time the fans are here, that's going to be uh, they were, they were at training camp. The energy was great. I saw a few pictures, saw a few videos. The coaches was out there congratulating them, thanking them for coming through. They're going to need the support, not just with Atlanta, but with any team in general. You're going to need a situation where that uh, you're going to have. Um, I'm not going to cut on the TV, baby. So um, you're going to have to wait. That's my son. He always want to run back and forth, watch TV here for five minutes, then run back downstairs and watch TV. That's just how he is. So don't mind him. That's my baby. Well, anyway, um, like I said, uh, the energy is always good for any team to have um, for the fans. I mean, they, they just give off that energy and they give off a, a, a sense of, you know, pride for the team to have, um, you know, just that, that to feed off that energy, just a sense of energy that's to have for the teams. So it's always a good thing to have. So that's good to see that the, the fans were there. Um, like I said, the coach and the GM, a couple other players congratulated, addressed the fans, let them know how much, uh, how important they are. So that was good to see. And, um, hopefully we won't have any setbacks when it comes to, um, this pandemic. So we can continuously have fans where they need to be. Um, because we, we love to see fans in the stands. We love to see fans supporting, um, even when you're at the game, it, it, you know, it's, it's big to have a big crowd. And I think that's something that, you know, in general, Atlanta needs to work on in general when it comes to uh, having fans. Just have a good bit of fans there so they can feed off the energy. So uh, we'll see how that plays out. You want to watch TV, baby? You have to go downstairs for right now because once I'm done, you can watch all the TV you want. I know. Um. Let's talk about Young Way Koo, because, you know, he, his car got stolen a while back, um, and he wanted his cleats out of his car. Everybody thought that was a joke. And I, I meant to make a video about this, because um, kickers in general, they have these set of cleats that they use to kick, and they need those kicks. I mean, you know, kickers just don't use any type of shoe to um, just kick. They just don't. I mean, they have their their own type of shoe. They they mold the shoe the way they want to. They use them and practice over and over and over and over and over again. So when they have those cleats, it helps them kick better because that's the cleat. It, it's almost equivalent to a golfer with their clubs. Um, I, I, I would want to say a receiver and their gloves or a batter with his um a, a, a particular baseball bat or hell, a baseball player with their glove. And I think that's I think that's a that's a real good analogy. Having a baseball player with the gloves that they have, um, the the glove that they use to catch and throw or whatever the case may be, it's a really big deal. So a lot of people were like joking about, oh well, um, why you know Ku is worrying about the cleats? His car got stolen. Well, a car can be replaced, but to go back and mold a shoe to kick over and over again. It's a big deal. It's a real big deal. So therefore, that is something that needs to be, you know, that he needs. It's something that he would want. So I totally understand it. He finally got some new cleats. Obviously, I mean, it's not hard to get new cleats, but he has to go through that whole process during training camp to get those. Um, um, your cars are downstairs, baby. Go downstairs and get your cars. 
be careful on them steps. Um, it, it's a really big deal to get your uh your cleats together for kickers so they'll know, you know. I mean, well, like I said, he has to use these cleats again all over and over again to get um demoted back the way he want to. Like I said, some you know kickers just can't put on any. They can't just throw on any type of cleats and just, you know, kick. You know, it, it just doesn't work that way. So with that being said, hopefully, it, I don't think it's going to affect too much of anything. You know, I just think um, I just think people need to understand what that means when they say, oh, when he said, oh, I need my I need my cleats back. You know, I'm not worrying about the car. It's a, it's a really big deal. You know, like it's like all the other analogies that I use with baseball and, and, and basketball. In some cases, basketball with their shoes. So it's a really big deal. Um, shout out to Kenneth Lewis. Good to see you in the chat, bro. Good to see you. Good to see you. Glad that you guys are here. If you guys don't mind, if you haven't already, click the like button. Go ahead and let people know what I'm well I'm doing over here. Share this uh, show so uh, we get more people to talk about football and football gaming. It's basically what this show is about. I'm more impartial to the Atlanta Falcons, so I will be talking about the Atlanta Falcons and Georgia Southern football over here. So um, if you guys want to chime in, chime in in the chat. I will definitely be watching the chat. Also, if you really want to chime in and be a part of the show, you can call in. I'll be taking calls around the second half of the show, 803-767-4242. You guys could call in and um, we will uh, chop it up, uh, whatever team you want to talk about. All right, the next thing I want to talk about is the actual team um, during training camp. Recap of the uh, the takeaways from the training camp first and foremost accountability i think i talked about this in my recap video i think i talked i think i know the guys from atlanta falcons nation talked about this where basically you're being held accountable for what you do or what you don't do um come to find out there was a tweet out there saying that the falcons ran laps because of a false start from they did not say who did the false start i thought it was the offensive line but my thing, what well, from what I found out, it was Hayden Hurst. Now, two things from this: Hayden Hurst is somewhat of a veteran; he should know better. But mistakes do happen. False starts going to happen, and I don't care what team you play for, or what team that's out there, or what player you um like. There's going to be times that player is going to commit a false start. The funny thing about this, or the good thing about this, is Coach Arthur Smith made them run a lap for him making that mistake, and. This is something I haven't heard about in years. Um, peewee football. I remember doing it in peewee football. Middle school, high school. You ran a lap when somebody messed up. But I remember when I was growing up, though, you ran a lap when they when you messed up. Not everybody. But I don't have a problem with the accountability uh, uh, about the, uh, uh, behind this. This is what you like to see. When I talked about the former coach, Dan Quinn would never do anything like this. He would high five if you made a mistake because I guess it was some uh, don't worry, we'll get him next time type deal. Now, we, we, I, I, I'm not here for that. I'm not here for that at all. This situation is where when you mess up, the whole team is held accountable. That means nobody points fingers at anybody. Nobody is sitting here um, dogging one person everybody's going to be held account because it's going to be a collective effort to be on point. It's going to be a collective effort to be, um, uh, be disciplined. And yeah, you may point fingers like, yeah, man, you made us run a lap, but Hey, at the end of the day, that could be you messing up and having to make everybody run a lap next time. 
So that's going to be um, really interesting to see how this uh, continues to play out, not only throughout training camp, but throughout practice, throughout the season, on the field, in the games, uh, film study. You mess up in film study, you're probably going to have to pay for it later. I like what Arthur Smith is doing here, and this is um, something that uh, that has been long overdue with the Falcons. We always been called soft, finesse, can't get it done, undisciplined. This is why I said in the beginning when Arthur Smith took that first um, press conference and I like what he was saying and I like what he brought to the table. I was like, wait a minute. This is not going to be a Jim Mora, Bobby Petrino. You know, I'm not even supposed to mention his name, but it, it is not going to be. Uh, um, and I'm not trying to, you know, not Dan Reeves. I love Dan Reeves. He was a really good coach. I kind of wish he would have been around longer. Um, it's not going to be. Uh, a Dan Quinn situation where these guys are just um, just going through the motions. And I'm not saying all these other guys was a player coach, but Dan Quinn definitely was a player coach. And I think he serves better as a coordinator where he is at Dallas now. If you guys are in the NFC East, I, I would talk down about Dan Quinn as a coach, but him as a, a defensive coordinator, you guys better watch out. That he That's one thing he can do. He can coordinate pretty good. So um, the guys at NFC East, be mindful of that Dallas defense. They got the talent. He's a really good coordinator, but coach, he is terrible. He sucks. I mean, it, 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 it the, the whole thing just died off really quick. So, um, but let's get back to my team. The, the Atlanta Falcons, what they have with Arthur Smith as of right now is really nice to see. Shout out to Sweet Jones. Good to see you in the chat, bro. Got something really good here. And with that being said, um, I want to see something happen on the field that mimics what he's bringing to the table. If not, it'd be all for nothing. Now, speaking of the coaching staff, um, we can get into, well, before I get into the defense, let's talk about more of the offense before I get there. Because we saw, heard about Hayden Hurst causing a false start, accountability. Um, Zacchaeus, um, Olamide, I think I said it right. Zacchaeus has been stepping up as far as being a number three receiver. Now, you know, I am really big on, um, I'm, I'm really big on Frank Darby. I just made a video on him and I want to see him step up and be a big time receiver for the team. He's a six round pick and that doesn't mean anything because Antonio Brown was a six round pick. You see how good he is. Um, Tom Brady is a six round pick and I know he's not going to be nowhere near. I don't think he'd be nowhere near what Tom Brady is, but he's a good six round. I mean, he was a six round pick, but right now on the, on the um, receiving side of the ball, there's only really, and I'm not even going to talk about wide receivers. I'm talking about just receivers, tight ends and all this other stuff. There's only three guys maybe four that I know that has a, a spot solidified. It's going to be Calvin Ridley, Russell Gage, Kyle Pitts, Hayden Hurst. Those four guys are going to see the field no matter what. So you got openness for the third spot of the receivers, maybe even the fourth spot depends on what type of offense they're running. And uh, right now, um, all of my, I, I keep saying this guy's first name wrong, but I know his last name, Zacchaeus, is stepping up good first impression and one thing about what he done one thing that he's doing that every coach i don't care who you are every coach wants this 
done out of their players. And it's not much to ask, but it's very simple. Zacchaeus, is, this is a quote by Arthur Smith. Zacchaeus, is, he does a good job with everything we're asking him to do. That right there, and I talked about this on the First and Frame Rates podcast with Bills and DJ. This is why Tyrod Taylor has a job. This is why Chase Daniels kept a job his entire career. This is why a lot of backup quarterbacks and journeymen with throughout the league keep a job throughout their entire career. He does a good job of doing everything we're asking him to do. A coach don't care how talented you are. A coach don't care how great you can be. If you go out there and practice, you go out there and training camp, and you do everything they ask you to do, nine times out of ten, and I'm, I'm serious about this, nine times out of ten, you're going to get a job on that team. If you're doing everything, that, and they don't even care if you do it great. They don't care if you do it, um, be a perfectionist. If you do what they ask you to do on the field, you're going to get a job on the team. This is like, like I said, you look at, you wonder why certain players, like for instance, um, what was the quarterback that just retired for us, for the Falcons? Um, oh goodness. He got drafted. He went to the Texans and he came back. Mr. Pick six. Oh my God. Oh man. I can't remember his name that quick. He was number eight. God, I can't remember his name. Let me look him up real quick before I, before I forget. Good Lord, I can't believe I forgot his name. Uh, hey, I can't remember his name. No, not not Kurt Ben Kirk, not him. No. There you go. Thank you, Matt Schaub. How the hell I forgot that name? Thank you, Sweet Jones. Matt Schaub, thank you in the chat. Matt Schaub, he's one of those guys that came back to the Falcons, got with Greg Knapp, rest in peace, and basically done exactly what was done. Asked him to do. You know, I mean, even though he threw all those interceptions with the Texans, he stayed on the job. You know why he stayed on the job? It's because of that. He done what they ask of him. Everybody talk about Tyrod Taylor. How come he end up leaving the Ravens, going to the uh um going to the Browns, going to uh oh goodness, going to the Chargers. Now he's with the Texans. He does what this I was asked of him. You know, Chase Daniels. You got a couple of other guys who just I can't just name them off the top of my hand, but you have a lot of guys who do exactly what is told. And it's not a bad thing. It's just it is what it is. So I think Zacchaeus is going to get it. I mean, he's going to get a job on the team, even though all these other receivers that are there. I mean, you got Cadet, you have um, you have Frank Darby was signed. You got um, Jamon Moore that was just signed. Jawan Green is another one. We got a lot of receivers that was put bought in. You know why all those receivers were bought in? Is because Julio Jones is no longer on the team. You need to to. to Compensate for Julio Jones. You're gonna, you're probably gonna need three or four receivers to compensate for that production. He was just that good, albeit that he was injured. He was just that good. So therefore, you need, um, you need those type of players. Now, is any of those players gonna step up and um and, and do what they have to do? It, it it remains to be seen. 
but they I, I think everybody has a, a chance to do so and with frank darby being signed that kind of solidifies him to be on the team but the thing behind that is the thing about that is will he get the playing time because he signed the contract but will he get the playing time would it be a situation where he sit on the bench the entire year would it be a situation where he goes to the practice squad you know you those things are in consideration just because you signed that doesn't mean you're going to see playing time so it, it's a really big deal that these guys do exactly what Zacchaeus is doing you know just go out there and and perform i'm going to continue with what else he said um coach smith said as a receiver you have to get open to catch the ball which is a minimum job which is the minimum job description we put a lot on his plate and he can handle it he's smart he's a smart dependable football player who can play multiple roles i'm gonna take three words out of that real quick smart dependable well i'll say four words smart dependable football player if you're doing what you if you're doing what's asked in the playbook, if you can run the route properly, if you can get open, and even in some cases, even if you don't catch the ball every single time, even if you have a hands issue with catching the ball, if you can get open, that is that goes a long way. If you can run routes to get open, that goes a long way. But what I will say is Catching the ball is a one. It really is. It's very important. But if you can run the routes and get open, you can still get a spot on the field because they'll put you in position to catch the ball. They'll give you gimmies. You know, so, it, you know, that the being a smart, independable football player, that, goes, that, that gets you a spot. Uh, let me keep going. He said, right after this quote, he said, those guys are valuable. Just like what I said, he can play different positions on the fly. He's working to p- compete for a spot uh, for a starting spot. That's what you want. He's dependable. That's what he has shown so far. That's all you would need out of a four. Look, look, talent, talented guys like you know um, Kyle Pitts. You got all this great talent that's coming out. You got a Trevor Lawrence. You have a Justin Fields. You have all this talent coming out of the draft. But if you're not dependable, guess what happens? If you can't do what you're supposed to do on the field, guess what happens? You can have all the talent in the world. You can have first round top five talent. But if you're not dependable, if you can't, if you're not being smart on the field, guess what happens? You're labeled as a bus. You 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 probably won't get that much playing time. You probably have to sit behind a quarterback or sit behind somebody for a year or two before you can grasp what being dependable and what being, you know, reliable is about. That's what happens. Cause see, this is a flip-flop of certain things. And I I don't even want to really talk about this, but Tom Brady is a perfect example of this six round pick. When he was drafted, nobody thought he was going to be what he was. He got into the game and he done what was asked of him. Do you know, to this day, he still does that. He doesn't do anything out of the way. He doesn't do anything that's super ultra talented. He just executes. And if that relates to show how talented he is, but so be it. But some guys are talented and Rogers. Some people are ultra talented. 
but it doesn't always relate to execution. And I'm not saying Aaron Rodgers doesn't relate to execute because he executes very well, but you can have all the talent in the world and not able to execute properly to be successful. I'll get off Aaron Rodgers real quick. We can talk about Michael Vick. Michael Vick had the arm. He has the legs. This up here killed him as a football player. He was known to say that he did not want to study the playbook. He did not want to study. He did everything off talent. And look how well he was when he did off of talent. Just imagine if he actually did get into the playbook and learn some stuff. Jamarcus Russell was another one. He didn't do anything as far as learning the playbook. They set him up. <laughs> they gave him a playbook and say, hey, what did you learn? And he talked talking about stuff that he learned. And come to find out that playbook was empty. So they set him up. <laughs> you know, and Jamarcus Russell had talent. He just didn't care. He didn't execute. I'll get off Zacchaeus real quick. Let's go to the next thing I want to talk about. Um, as far as receivers, Calvin Ridley, his status, he did not play much because of the injury. I mean, he didn't perform because of the injury. He just had surgery on his foot or whatever the case may be. They did say he is at full speed. He's running at full speed, but he's very limited because of the injury. Don't have a problem with that because you know what that does. That gives other receivers the chance to show what they can do. Calvin really is wide receiver number one right now because of number 11's gone. Julio Jones not here. So all he has to do is get healthy. After catching 90 um, um, footballs for 13.42, he's going to be fine. His, his spot is not in danger as long as he doesn't get injured. So that's his status right there. Um, let's talk about a couple of uh, observations before I get into the defense, and then we'll talk about uh, briefly about Georgia Southern. Um, observations, Russell Gage versus A.J. Terrell was a main event um, based on AtlantaFalcons.com, what they had, what they said. Um, I didn't watch it. I, I was not able to see. Shout out to Dave Tin Eagle. Um, he's, uh, um, one of the guys that, that is a subscriber to the channel. He told me he went out there and he watched what he seen as far as the defense. He was one of the few people that I know that went out there, out there. I think guys from Atlanta Falcons nation went out there as well. So shout out to those guys too. But from what I've seen, from what I, what I'm reading, Russell Gage versus AJ Terrell, those guys put in work against each other. Um, they said that Terrell was very physical, um, getting leverage, making it impossible for Gage to catch the ball. Um, Terrell looked stronger than he did last year, which is good because last year they didn't have any type of um, training camp due to COVID. Most of these guys went out there and just played. And that was detriment to the rookies because the rookies didn't get a chance to do what they're doing now. So for AJ Terrell, this is somewhat a rookie um, it's still somewhat of a rookie season for him because uh, all this is new to him. So with that being said, look like he's doing pretty good. Um, that doesn't mean um, Russell Gage was not uh, effective as well. Also, Darren Hall had some nice moments. That's a rookie that we drafted. Um, good, good to see him. Possibly you can see if he could take a, a spot on the secondary as far as nickelback or whatever the case may be. Um, it's good to see these guys put in, um, putting in work, putting in work. So with, uh, 
Oh, they also said, I'll put this out as well, with Calvin Ridley's status, he is uh, running at full speed. He said he's making strong cuts. He did catch some passes uh, with uh, Russell Gage doing special team drills. So like I said, he's not going out there and doing the one-on-one like Russell Gage and AJ Terrell, but they are, um, he is doing some things as far as uh, the limit, the limit time that he has running routes and catching the football. So good to see those guys doing some stuff out there. And, um, uh, that is good to see, uh, as far as that go, didn't say much about the running backs. Um, I'm pretty sure that's more of a physical side of things and, um, don't want to see them do too much as far as them possibly getting hurt or whatever. We'll see more of that in the preseason and during practice during the season. Um, as far as the offensive line, they said Jalen Mayfield had a rough time and this is going to be a good segue to the defense. Um, moving him around, being a rookie, hey, you got to go through the growing pains, bro. You're going to be fine. They said um, Tuiati Mariner was putting him on his back. Um, I think there's more to that story than what it is. Um, shout out to D. Orlando Ledbetter at, uh, or the AJC. He put this story out saying that uh, that he was being roughed up a little bit. Um, with him being a rookie, that's going to happen. All rookies going to go through that, I can promise you that uh the rookies that are that are here now that's not on the offensive line probably going through some growing pains it's new to them it's going to happen there's nothing to, there's nothing to downplay with um Jalen Mayfield he's going to learn he's going to get better being put on your back being roughed up a little bit is what you need that's what everybody went through when they came through um into the NFL i i don't think there's there's one player in the NFL that didn't get roughed up a little bit. And albeit they moved him to right tackle because you had uh C- Caleb Gary. Um yeah, I think I think Caleb McGarry and somebody else, they were out due to um whether injury or like COVID nineteen protocol or whatever the case may be. So they moved him over there, which initially he was gonna play right guard, but they moved him to right tackle and it shows because I don't think he'd play too much a right tackle and he's going to get roughed up a little bit and that's fine. You know, long as he's learning, he's getting better at it because you have to get knocked down to get up. Long as he gets, you know, gets the reps in, he's going to be fine. But that goes um, to a segue to Dean P's defense. Once again, shout out to Dave Tim Eagle. He told me this on the last video I did when I did the recap. Um, the defense dominated. They did a really good job. Shout out to Dean Pease. They're showing different things and they're doing things that are confusing Matt Ryan and the other players on offense. I have no problem with this. I just want to see this against other teams. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I want to see this against other teams. I want to see them do this against other teams. So this is good. Let's uh, talk about what um, actually happened according to uh, AtlantaFalcons.com. We're going to read this right here. Um, they said the defense was always near the ball. Several athletic interceptions on a day. Um, Deion Jones um, had an interception where he read the quarterback. Um, had uh, He said they say he probably would have broken the combine record with a crazy high vertical leap. Yeah, yeah, he took the ball to himself for an interception. I saw a clip that he actually... Um, got in front of the tight end or receiver for an interception. So Deion Jones is back the way he needs to be. Dean P's uh defense is a good fit for him. 
Um, other linebacker, Michael Walker, which um, I know, uh, shout out to um, K Styles. He's big on Michael Walker. Had um, a nice pick on the run as well. Uh, Avery Williams got an interception after Chris, Chris Williamson tipped the pass. Kendall Sheffield had a pass breakup. Look, this defense looked like they're um, going to be locked in. Shout out to Dean Pease once again. Good to see him come out of retirement and be the defensive coordinator for the Falcons. Look like they're going to be really good. Really good. Coach Arthur Smith said Dean um, Pease is throwing a lot at them. These guys are competitive. The, their confidence is hopefully building, and we're trying to make it hard for them. It was good to see. And I'm pretty um, thinking when he said they're making it hard for them and making it hard for the uh, – they're making it hard for – the offense, which is good. It's good to confuse veteran quarterbacks like A.J. McCarron and Matt Ryan. Good to confuse those guys to get interceptions, pass breakups, um, defense always around the ball. That just shows that everybody else on offense, if you touch the ball, you're going to be um, hemmed up, and that's what we like to see. Um, hopefully this continues to pick up. We really like to see what these guys do. And um, it's going to be nice to see. It's going to be nice to see. Uh, I, I don't have much to say with with that. Uh, with that being uh, with with that being said, just hopefully that these guys will continue to pick up where they left off, and the defense is be as dominant as they are in training camp. We'd like to see them on uh, preseason and let them guys translate that to the regular season where. The, the Falcons always been mostly offensive dominated. You know, you had the passing game, you had the running game, you had the offensive line when they were uh, um, cohesive, they were actually dominating. You saw the years when you had the um, Kyle Shanahan years, uh, even with Steve Sarkeesian, the dirt cutters, you had those guys having the offense being more of a finesse type of offense. But now with the defense can take lead, the offense don't have to have that much pressure. They can do a lot more, and that definitely, in my opinion, will translate to wins in um, in the Falcons organization. Guys, if you haven't already, click the like button. Share this um, uh, show. Let people know what I'm doing over here. Hopefully, you guys will uh, are enjoying the show. Let me know uh, what you guys think in the chat. Also, this uh, this show will be up on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, um, Spotify. It's going to be up on all those areas um, probably by the end of the day or first thing tomorrow. So um, definitely we'll be doing that. Yes, I will be streaming later. I said that in the beginning of the show. Yeah, get your soccer ball, baby. I did say that in the beginning of the um show that I will be streaming later. I was supposed to stream last night. I took the wife and uh, my son out to dinner. I got home. Man, I crashed. I went home. I mean, I went home. I went to bed. If you want to get that ball, go downstairs and get it. Be careful. That's my son, y'all. And um, my thing is, I was like beat because I was going to do some more um dead space. Um, I plan on trying to stream on my uh Twitch channel. Uh, twitch.tv slash vfballer the link should be down in the description um i plan on streaming on the weekend and on mondays because monday is going to be the retro streams they are coming back so we will be doing that and uh hopefully you guys will come through and um 
support the channel support the uh the live streams and we have a good time over there we have a good time so you guys um definitely will be checking that out real brief before i get into uh madden um georgia southern football these guys are doing great um i know you guys don't know too much about the team but you're gonna get familiar with the team because um sunbelt conference uh we got uh first team uh let me see is this right now nah, let me let me let me let me pull this up to make sure this is right because that that's not right because that that's not right that's not right that's not right here we go there we go there we go right here five eagles named to the all sunbelt conference um canteen was the only one that got the first team first team selection which is fine canteen was he was tied last year for most interceptions in all of college football with six as a freshman so he was tied for uh, um tied with six interceptions i think this kid can do much more building off the legacy of kendall vildor which is uh the cornerback for the chicago bears now which is also going to be um He's going to be, uh, uh, what I'm about to say, he's going to be uh, vowing for the starting position for the Chicago Bears. So that's going to be really interesting to see how that plays. But um, building off that legacy, he's going to continue to do that. Um, two, um, outside of the first team, two members made the second team was J.D. King, good line running back out of uh, Fitzgerald, Georgia, played at Oklahoma State. I made a video about him as well. Um, really good running back, torn his ACL last year, but in seven games, I think it was like in six or seven games, he already had 800 yards rushing. So he was on his way to get maybe 14, maybe 1,300 yards rushing. He was phenomenal so far before he went down with an ACL injury. So we'll see how that plays out. Lineman Aaron Dow, um, Dowell, I think I said that right. He also made the second team as well. And, um, Let's see, uh, Anthony Beck, um, punter, and Caleb Hood, which is highly underrated when it comes to a receiver. I think he's really, really good, and it's something that we need to be taking heed of. I think with us passing the ball more, he's going to be um, really good at receiver. He made the second team as well. So that's all five guys who made it. Um, you got a lot of guys that's in the Sun Belt that are actually pretty good, and um, – we're going to see how that plays out. Um, I will get into what these guys can do. Sunbelt-wise, the entire conference. Sun, be careful going down those stairs. It's going to be interesting to see what they're going to do um, throughout the entire conference because this conference is really, really good, and I think they made a name for themselves within the last four to five years. I mean, you're talking about Appalachian State, which I don't care for that team. They always have good players. Um, Coastal Carolina won the Sun Belt last year, so it's going to be good to see what Grayson McCall and them do over there. Um, even with Georgia State, those guys have stepped out. Shout out to Deacon um, over there um, at WBIR uh, um, in, uh, I think it's what it is, Knoxville. I think it's Knoxville and Nashville. One of my buddies, but he's uh, um He's a Georgia State alumni. I don't care for a team. I love the school, but I don't care for the team at all. But they're doing good over there. Uh, trying to think what other teams who 
was that Louisiana. I almost missed out on talking about them. Those guys are doing pretty good. You know what I mean? Levi Lewis. I, I said, I'm going to get into all that because the Sun Belt Conference is a conference you guys need to take care to, to take heed of. It's a really good conference, and those guys play really tough football over there. And I don't want to say it's junior SEC. I don't want to say that, but the the conference play tough. And everybody beats up on each other. So it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. Can't wait to see what those guys do. All right, let's get into Madden. Let's talk about some of these ratings. And um, let's get into that. Let me pull this out. I said I was going to pull it up on my phone, but 22 ratings. I may even try to put this up on the screen so you guys can see. And um, let's see. Let's see if they pull up all the ratings for the ones that are notable. Oh, let's see. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. (laughs) Son, (laughs) did mommy put that on you? (laughs) Oh, goodness. Boy, you a mess. This is the team ratings. I don't want to see the team ratings. I want to see player ratings. Let's see. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. Can we do this by position? Okay, this is by position. I don't like how they do this. I don't don't like how they got this. This is really weird. Sorry for the hold up, y'all. Sorry for the hold up. I'm trying to get these ratings right so you can see them. Okay, great, great, great. This is awesome. This is awesome. All right, I'll pull this up as soon as this ad get out of the way. I got a stupid ad in the way. I don't know if it, I don't know if I'll be able to move it. Never mind. Let's let's see. Let me um try to pull up this window. Oh, uh, let's see. Properties. Sorry for the hold up, everybody. All right, there we go. Let me see. Okay, this this ad has to go. It is in the way. There we go. Move. Oh, let me see. Oh, man. My son got that tape on his face. Okay. Perfect. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Good. Okay, great, great, great. All right, let's look at this um, based on sporting news. Madden 22 ratings, the overall 99 players so far. We got Devontae Adams, Aaron Donald, Travis Kelsey, Jalen Ramsey. I think somebody else was picked up already um, so far. I can't remember. I thought it was somebody. I thought it was five players. If you guys know, let me know in the comment section. If you guys want to call in, let me know. Um, Call the number is 803-767-767. 4242 you can talk about these ratings or anything else you want to talk about and um let's see so those are the 99 players um okay this is this is left behind because the quarterback ratings will be released on friday so they already been re- released we'll get to that i'll look for those in a second so right now the running backs we got mccaffrey at a 97 derrick henry is behind jason Mc- i mean jason um christian mccaffrey which is weird i i would not have thought that that was the case that um Christian McCaffrey will be 
behind Derrick Henry, because I thought Derrick Henry was the best running back in the leagues. All right, that, that's just my opinion. Let me see if I can move this over so it won't be in my face. There we go. Um, Nick Chubb, 96. Dalvin Cook, 95. Alvin Kamara, 94. Aaron Jones, 91. Saquon Barkley is a 90. Josh Jacobs, 89. Ezekiel Elliott and Joe Mixon is an 88. I haven't watched much of Joe Mixon, so I don't know too much about what he brings to the table. I know um, Mike Stanley on Twitter, he's a big um, he's a big uh, Cincinnati Bengals fan. He would know. Wide receivers, we just talked about Devontae Adams. DeAndre Hopkins is a 98, which wasn't he as a 99 before? Yeah, yeah, he was a, he was a 99 last year. He was a 99, so he's 98. Tyreek Hill, 98. Stephon Diggs, 97. Julio Jones is a 95, which I don't have a problem with that. He was injured half of the season, but Julio is Julio. You know, so I get it. Michael Thomas is a 94. They may need to change that because he's going to be out for the first uh, six or six weeks of the season or something like that with the injury. Uh, I guess on paper he's 94, but right now I'll probably put that down because he has an uh, ankle injury. Keenan Allen, 93. Amari Cooper is 92. Mike Evans a 91. I think that's a little bit too low. I think Mike Evans should be a little bit higher. Allen Robinson is a 90. Tight ends. Travis Kelsey, we just talked about him, 99. George Kittle is a 96. Okay. Darren Waller's 93. Mark Andrews, 88. Hunter Henry is 87. Austin Hooper's an 86. Okay. Former Falcon. Rob Gronkowski's an 86. I think that's fair compared to where they put him at when he got back into the game. They had uh, Rob Gronkowski like at a 96 or something when he put him back in the game last year or something like that, or the year before or something. Mike um, Jaseki is 85. TJ Hawkinson is 85 as well. Dallas Gohart is um, 84. You see it as their top 10. And Kyle Pitts is an 81 right now as a rookie. Showed you how good Kyle Pitts is. Well, how good he could be. Defensive line rating, Aaron Donald, 99, obviously. Fletcher Cox, 94. Chris Jones, 92. DeForest Buckner is a 92. Cameron Hayward, 92. Uh, Kalias Campbell, 90. Michael Pierce is a 91. Kenny Clark's 89. Stefan Tu is 89, and Vita Vey is 88. James Bradbury should be higher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I I I I can agree with that. The Bradbury's been pretty good. Edge Rusher, Miles Garrett, 98. Khalil Mack, 96. TJ Watt, 94. Chandler Jones, 94. JJ Watt, 94. Chandler Jones wants to trade. Both of them are 94 and on the same team. That's interesting. Hmm. I don't even know if J.J. Watts is 94, but, you know, I digress. Um, Cameron, uh, Cameron Jordan is a 93. Von Miller is 93. Joey and Nick Bosa. Joey is 92. Nick is a 90. Zadara Smith is a 89. Yeah, Rams are going to be really nice on defense. They, they really are. Um, shout out to Sir Bishop. Thank you for coming through once again. You know what? Sir Bishop has been a really good supporter, and and uh, as well as Quay Face Sweet Joe, all you guys, y'all have been a good supporter of this show and this channel, as well as the VF Cast channel. Thank you guys, I really appreciate it. Cornerbacks, all right, we got Ramsey ninety nine. So you got Ramsey and you got Aaron Donald. Both of those are ninety nine on the on one team. Like Sir Bishop said, it's gonna be OP. 
So you got Stephen Gilmore, 97, Jared Alexander, 95, Tredavious White, 93. Nobody um, really talks about Tredavious White. He's really good. Marlon Humphrey, 92. Xavier Howard, 91. He wants a trade, so that's going to be interesting. James Bradbury is a 90. You got Denzel Ward at 89. What a pickup for them. Oh, I didn't mean to do that. Sorry. Um, What a pickup for um Denzel Ward. He, he stepped up big time. I didn't know he's going to be as good as he was. You know, let me see some. Let me see some. Let me see some. Okay. Um, Kendall Fuller is 89 and Darius Slay is at 88. Darius Slay, it was a really good pickup for the um, Eagles. Really good pickup. Really good pickup. So, um, the safeties, uh, let's see, Matthew, 95, Buda Baker, 93. Buda Baker, we actually thought he was going to be drafted by the Falcons, but never was. Um, Devin McCourty, 92. Jesse Bates, 91. Justin Smith, 91. Simmons, I mean, 91. Harrison Smith is a 90. Jamal Adams a 90. Arian Amos is um 89. Eddie Jackson, 89. Minka Fitzpatrick. Not too many people talk about Eddie Jackson. He's pretty good. Minka Fitzpatrick is a 89. All right. Let me do this real quick. I'm going to try to jump to the quarterbacks. And I want to see what they're hitting on. Let me find the quarterback ratings. Because I know that's something a lot of people like to talk about. I thought they'll have it in this article, but they don't. All right, there we go. Did they pull them up here yet? All right, let's see. It's a stupid ad in the way again. It's going to take a minute for this ad to get out of the way, so give me one second. Uh, Sir Bishop said, I hope they fix online rankings. They need to go back to a team select screen. That's going... They're going into a game not knowing who play kickoff is like. Yeah, I think they need to go back to um doing kickoff selection too. Uh, There's nothing wrong with having the um the coin uh the coin toss as well, you know. So they said they're not going to a game until you, you play kickoff. I, I don't even know why they added that. That's crazy. Why would they put that in the game like that? That's nuts. All right, I got it pulled up right here. What we got, let's move this ad out of the way. Get out of the way. All right, let's see. Madden 22 quarterback range. Pat Mahomes is a 99. He's a part of 99 club. Tom Brady's a 97. Uh, I don't know about Tom Brady being a 97. He played well. He played very well last season. I mean, they obviously didn't win the Super Bowl, but. Tom Brady did do a good job playing in that Super Bowl, but we know it. I, I just think 97 is just too high for Tom Brady. I, I, in the 90s, yeah, but high mid to high, I don't know about that. Aaron Rodgers, the 96. Russell Wilson's 94. I don't know about that one either. Lamar Jackson is an 81. I, that, I think that's a typo. I think I think he's a 91. I think I, I want to say that's a typo. I want to. I want to say that's the type. I don't think Lamar Jackson's an eighty-one. I think that means ninety-one. Deshaun Watson's a ninety. Josh Allen's an eighty-eight. I'm with you right there, sweet Jones. I think he was robbed. I think Josh Allen should be in the nineties. I think. I think he should be in the nineties. I don't think that he's an eighty-eight. Dak Prescott is an eighty-seven. Ryan Tannehill's an eighty-seven. Matt Ryan's an eighty-five. 
I don't think Tannehill is better than Matt Ryan. Period. I, I don't think I, I think Tannehill is a good quarterback, but I don't think he's better than Matt Ryan. I think they should flip those two overalls. I'll be okay if Matt Ryan was an 87 and Tannehill was an 85, or at least give both of them an 87. I think Matt Ryan is too low. I think Josh Allen is too old. I mean, too low. I think that I think that's a situation where, um, I, I think that's a situation where they they really did rob Josh Allen. So they got throw power rankings. I'm not going to get into all of this. No, I don't hate the Titans. I don't have a problem with the Titans. I I don't hate the Titans. I just I I I, I honestly believe I don't think that. Uh, Sweet Jones said that uh, I hate the Titans. <laughs> I don't think that. I just don't. I think Tannehill has done very well. He has numbers that's comparable to um, uh, to Patrick Mahomes. But I don't hate him. No, I don't hate him. Not at all. Um, they got speed ratings. Lamar Jackson is a ninety-six. Uh, whoa! Look at this. <laughs> I'm surprised at this. They got Matt Ryan as a 70 speed. Hey, let me tell you something. Don't sleep on Matt Ryan's mobile ability. He can move. I think they were talking about that in the press conference the other day. That about Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan can move a little bit. So don't be surprised. I'm not sure if this is top 10. I don't think I don't think Tom Brady is a top 10 as far as speed. I think they just put that there. Because you don't mean to tell me, you, you're you not going to sit here and tell me that Matt Ryan's number nine at 70 and Tom Brady is at 10 at 59. I would want to say this is two things as possible. Tom Brady is a 69 speed or they just wanted to put Tom Brady in the top 10 and just leave all the other running back, I mean, other quarterbacks out of there. Because I'm pretty sure there are other quarterbacks between 79, I mean, 70 and 59. Yeah, Matt Ryan was a runner at Boston College. You're right. Matt Ryan has been a runner for a while. And I think Colin Murray is faster. I think Colin Murray is faster than these guys. I think Colin Murray is faster than Matt Ryan. So that's pretty much it. Throwing power, you see that. Um, Josh Allen do have a... Um, yeah, Matt Stafford do have wheels as well, yeah. But... um. Josh Allen has the most throwing power. I mean, Duke has a cannon. All these other guys here, I don't have a problem with. Pat Mahomes, Matthew Stafford, Baker Mayfield. I don't have a problem with him having a 95 throwing power, but that I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it's lower. Um, Right, exactly. Sweet Jones says that, uh, yeah, Justin Fields, Kyler Murray, they they're faster. Yeah, you know, I, I don't think it's that big of a drop off. Um, Russell Wilson, Lamar Jackson, Deshaun, all these guys are okay. You can interchange them with the numbers between ninety five and ninety two, so that I I get it. So, um, right now, and I know it's not too many people don't want to do this because I haven't seen anybody do it yet. If you guys want to call in, you can call in. The number is eight zero three seven six seven four two four two. The number is there if you want to um, talk about anything. If not, it's going to about an hour. 
And um, around this time, I probably will be closing out the show if I don't get a call. That is fine because it's still new. Um, I will probably um, be having this more and more, you know, available throughout the season. And I think that's where more people will probably would call in throughout the season, which is fine. Yeah, I don't expect people to call it. It's always an option. If anything, I hope you guys are just enjoying the show. If you don't mind, hit the like button, share, let people know what I'm doing over here. Um, I'm going to ramble a little bit longer before I go. If nobody calls in, I'll just call it a day. And I will be streaming later on, probably more Dead Space. No doubt it'll be more Dead Space. I'll be streaming that. Monday will be the return of the retro streams where I will get back into it, guys. I will be streaming probably a game of NCAA 08 and Madden 08, or I'll probably be do one or the other. Depends on time constraints. I don't want to be up too late streaming, but that's going to be um, the case. Um, I'm glad you asked that, Sir Bishop, because that was going to be uh, what I'll talk about before I end this uh, the show. Uh, Sir Bishop asked, am I getting Madden 22? Which, um, definitely, I, I am getting that. I'm pre-ordering it. I'm going to buy it. I think with the whole situation with the franchise mode is a, is a seller for me. Madden 21, in my opinion, wasn't too bad last year. I played the last generation version and the current gen version. They were okay. Madden is Madden. It's going to have its issues. We all know how that goes. But, I walked away from that, um, walked away playing the game. Pleasantly surprised how well the game played. It wasn't too much jankiness or whatever. It had its moments, but it was nowhere near what it was in the past. Hopefully, they'll continue to build off that and um, we'll have a pretty decent game. Um, If um, possible, I know one thing I should do. Next time, what I will do. I will put you guys um chats on the screen. I used to do that, but um I don't know, I kind of got away from that. But I will be start putting you guys chats on the stream again like I do on the Twitch channel so you guys can see your chats as well. I'll have it next to the guys on the Patreon. Shout out to everybody who are supporting on Patreon Quayface. I know you're probably still here. Big time supporter. I really appreciate that. I'm going to have I'm going to have an extra episode of the show on the Patreon where I'm going to just go more intuitive about sports gaming. Um, something I haven't done. So that's going to be an extra episode for the guys on the Patreon. It's not going to stay on the Patreon forever. The guys who are um, supporting on Patreon will have early access to that video. That video will be uploaded to this channel probably within a week or two weeks down the road. But for the guys who are supporting, I'm going to do something special for you guys. And you guys are going to have early access to that. Um, I will be doing exclusive content that's going to be behind the scenes that will not be on this show or be on this channel. That's going to be for you guys on the Patreon as well. But the behind the scenes episode, or not the behind the scenes, but the extra episode of the First and Frame Rate show will be up on the channel maybe a week or two more likely two weeks later after the guys on Patreon get it. So um, thank you guys. But as far as the chat, the chat will be near the guys who are on the Patreon. Uh, shout out to you guys. I, I cannot thank you guys enough. If you guys are interested in pledging on the Patreon, the link is down in the description. 
totally optional, but you do get extra content if you guys decide to do so. Um, let's talk about Madden 22. Sir Bishop said, I don't, I don't want to, but what choice do we have? I don't have a PC yet. So yeah. Yeah. It, you know, it sucks because we don't have another game. NFL 2K22 has been delayed. Um, I don't know when that game is coming out. We haven't heard anything about it. I wish they would say something. Um, I'm not too, um, I'm not tripping too much on it. It's delayed because I want the game to be on point. I want it to be working because it's their first football game in over, oh goodness, goodness, 2007. We're, we're looking at almost 14 years. That's crazy. We didn't have another NFL game all that time. Jeez. But I will try my best to make the game look playable for the streams because I will be streaming that on Twitch as well. And um, hopefully Madden will be the game where we, where, where it needs to be. Um, I think I'm going to have fun with the game as far as the franchise mode side of the game. Uh, hopefully on the field it will be okay. And um, I think that we're going to have a good time. Hell, I'm going to make it to be a good time. I think that's one thing about my streams. I try my best to make games be enjoyable. So if you guys don't mind, you know, coming through, like I said, the link is down in the description for the Twitch channel as well. So you guys can check that out. Um, Sir Bishop said they're worried about NBA 2K22, it seems. Yeah, it, it seemed like that's going to be an issue. Uh, I think the main thing about it is that the devs and the people at NBA 2K, they said it's not going to be that big of a jump from next gen to, you know, current generation, well, last generation to current generation because they don't want to leave people behind when it comes to the basketball realm. That's understandable, but you still need to make a leap to make people know like, hey, this is next gen compared to last generation. You know, so I don't think it's going to be a big deal that they're worried about it. I think it's going to be more because of... um. I think it's going to be more because of they have to um, cater to both sides. And I think that that, that does uh, give a chance for people to worry. Next gen, you become a rapper. I don't even want to. I'm not even getting to that. that that's ridiculous. That That's really ridiculous. <laughs> that's really ridiculous. So even though you guys aren't calling in, um, you guys, you know, I, I do uh, talk about you guys in the chat. That's cool. I want to make sure. Let me see. Let me make sure if the number is actually working. I don't want to. Let me see. Let me see. Okay, y'all heard that? Yeah, yeah, it's working. It's actually working. So I just want to make sure that was working. It's on point. So um, that's that's great. Um, I'm gonna start to close it out. Sir Bishop did ask another question. Did and I, I've been watching the Olympics? Not much. I haven't watched much of it because of work and the time that it comes on. It's really weird. So when it, some of the games are on, when I'm headed to work early in the morning, um, but it's good to see that the NBA or the NBA, the um, Olympic basketball team, is actually doing what they're supposed to do and winning games because they look kind of spooky in the beginning. Um, shout out to the Olympic medal, um, the Olympic gymnastics team. They took away the silver, the silver as a collective, but the all around, uh, I think the girl name was Suni. She got the gold. Good to see that. 
Um, everything else I haven't really been watching as far as I think I've just been watching the gymnastics and I've been watching the basketball team. Oh, also, I think the girl from Jamaica won. Uh, the girl from Jamaica won the hundred meters. That's good. We tied with China for the most medals. Uh, China. Oh my goodness. But well, that's good to see that we are tied with China for most medals. But we want to be the leader of medals, like we always are. It's good to see that. So, Big Zaymac, good to see you, bro. Good to see you. Good to see you. Thank you once again, um, Big Zaymac. If you haven't um checked out the patreon i've been putting stuff over there on the patreon for you guys every day i try to put out a mini episode of this show just to give you an update on what's going on on stuff i can't do a video on also big zay mac your patreon supporter if you guys want to go over there i got extra content coming probably later on today or definitely tomorrow so um that with that being said um the guys who are supporting you're going to get extra content asap um outside of the minis i've been doing good to see you good to see you bro good to see you um sweet jones says he's going to be streaming later on today so check out his channel it's not hard to find his channel um it's going to be good to see lt magic good to see you here as well with all those tvs in there i can watch the olympics at once <laughs> i know man i know it plus i got two monitors i got another monitor back here i need to set up over so i have three monitors and all the other good stuff. So I could, I could. The thing is, I just be, when the Olympics are on overseas, I be sleep, man. I be sleeping or I be at work, headed to work early in the morning. And I can't watch. So, but definitely. Um, With that being said, I'm glad you said that, LT. I will be doing, no, that's my son. I, I forgot he ran behind me. I will be doing uh, a game room tour of this, of the, for everything is here. Yeah, they're 14 hours ahead. Okay. Everything, um, all of my games, y'all don't see my consoles. Uh, they're not over here under the TV. Most of my consoles are right here next to the computer so I can stream a lot easier. I have other consoles that are under these TVs right here. Don't hurt yourself, son. Come here, come here, come here. Don't be doing that, making all that noise. What is this? Mommy, know you got this? Go give those to mommy. You're not supposed to have those. You hurt yourself. That's my son. He, he always Mr. Adventurous. Um, I'm going to do a game room tour in here eventually. Um, Right behind me over here is still a mess. I, I need to work that out. Once I get that done, I'll be having the room on deck. I got posters over here. I'm going to put posters up there. You guys are going to see what I got up here. Um, I don't have my couch up here yet. My couch is still downstairs. So I'm going to have a couch in here so I won't be just standing in one place or sitting in my gaming chair playing. So that's going to be um pretty interesting. One through all three of them one. Okay. That's cool. That's cool. Um with that being said, I'm going to end up closing out the show. I mean, it's been over an hour. I, I try to do these shows between an hour and hour and 15 minutes. Nobody called in. That is fine. You know, once we have um a chance for you guys to call in, that'll be great. Um, shout out everybody in the chat. You guys been interactive. That's what it's about. Glad that you guys are interactive with the chat. LT Magic, good to see you, sweet Jones, Sir Bishop, Zay Mac, Quayface. Uh, who else was here? Um, Kenneth Lewis, good to see you, Gamer Champ. Always coming through to show some love. Thank you guys. You guys are awesome. I cannot complain. You guys have been great. Keeping this uh channel alive keeping it afloat shout out to everybody that's under atlanta falcons nation 
the Atlanta Falcons fan base been showing love, helping this channel grow. I got a lot of things. Um, yeah, I thought the girl that ran 1050 was a Jamaican. That's what I thought, Sweet Jones. I could be wrong. Oh, wait a minute. Jamaica ran all... They, oh, they was all three that went... Well, wait a minute. I'm about to look into that. But, um, like I said, I really appreciate everybody who has been supporting the channel. Thank you guys, everybody who's been supporting the Twitch channel and the VFCast channel. You guys have been awesome. I will be streaming over there later. Um, if you can see, I need to get a haircut. That's what we're going to go out to do. I'm going to take my son out to get his haircut as well. Got to do a couple of things around the house. I will be back streaming later. After that, um, I will be working on the content for the Patreon and I'll be getting things set up for the Monday retro stream as well. So I got a lot of stuff going on. Also, I'll be doing videos throughout the week, talking about Atlanta Falcons, talking about the Georgia Southern Eagles, talking about sports gaming. If you want to hear things about regular gaming, that will be on the VF cast. That's where I talk about the other stuff that's outside of sports gaming. So thank you guys once again. You guys are great. I will be back streaming later on. And I need to get this light fixed as well. My light is... A lot of work to do up here. A lot of work to do up here. So I will see you guys on the next one. Thank you guys once again. I cannot say that enough. You guys be easy. You guys take care. Be blessed. Peace.